Today's episode is brought to you by Wild, natural deodorant, body wash and shampoo bars. Wild uses clean and natural ingredients in all of their beautiful products, meaning they're good for your body and the planet. We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gyramangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. I have a ghost update. Do we care? Everyone except you and my boyfriend cares. <laughs> we don't care. Rebsy, I know you're going to share the ghost update and I know there will be a big percentage of TLs that are like, yeah, titillating. Yes. I can't sure, wait. Sure, let me do it. Okay. But I do just want to say that to me and your boyfriend, hearing your ghost updates is on par with someone telling you about a dream they had no, the night not. before. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's like, hey, that's amazing. You don't care if I get ghost murdered in my own home? I put money. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll do hard cash. I put 10 grand. <laughs> that's what your life is worth. <laughs> put, I'm kidding. I put 10K on the fact you will not get ghost murdered. Okay. Well, okay. guys, if you didn't hear last week this ghost he's knocking shit off the wall it put a knife in my floor it's turning on my computer to wake me up anyway last night I'm home alone after not being home alone for a long time I was on holiday anyway it was my first home alone night tucked into bed so tired closed my eyes went to sleep ping you know middle of the night you know when you know it's the middle of the night woke up because my computer's turned on again and as I've explained it's just outside my bedroom in this like nook but it beams into my room with its light I'm not closing my door that's terrifying why because then I'm trapped no you're okay reframe you're in a cocoon of safety a ghost can open a door why does one feel trapped in their own snuggly bedroom no I close my door every night because you're shutting out your family (laughs) exactly I'm like kids stay away Iggy get out like no anyway shut up I'm updating the ghost I feel like it's a boy so I'm gonna say he so he turns on my computer and like ping I wake up of course and then I look at my phone and it's 2.22 in the morning. Oh, my God. 2.22. Formidable. 2.22. Now, I thought that was the devil's hour. It's not. It's 1.11, After isn't a it? little bit of research, it's not. But at the moment I thought, wait, oh, God, wait. here we go. So your Beazle, fi- Beazlebub <laughs> has entered the chamber. You're finding meaning in a sequence of numbers. 2.22. That you then researched to discover that it wasn't what you thought it meant. This is not a ghost update. You need to move. Oh, what? <laughs> yep. You need to live with your boyfriend. I think this is more of a reflection of your mind playing tricks on you because you don't like living alone. You don't feel safe and you don't feel secure. And I'm not no. minimizing those feelings, but I to do. pin it all on a ghost. Yes. <laughs> Up. I'm not pinning shit. Yes, you're projecting. Listen, projecting. Yeah, what? Because you want me all coupled up and settled down. No, I'm gonna Bullshit. live. Shit, I'm living happily alone. No, I'm and you- independent in my apartment that I bought and pay for, and no ghost is kicking me out of that house. Okay. It has- Nothing to do with me wanting you to partner up. It has everything to do with me wanting you to stop talking about <laughs> fucking ghosts. Well, anyway, all the DLs care. So just park yourself. Hi, welcome to Revzy's podcast. I'm going to talk about this for a minute. Our mutual friend, Gracie, she texted me. Supernatural. She's like, that Kate fucking Rebs. knife is not okay. Okay, that's not okay. That's definitely a ghost. And she's like, I've done a bit of research for you. I looked up 222. And she's like, it is likely sending a message for sure. So if someone is still trying to send you a message to focus your attention on your heart connections, friendships and romantic relationships and family ties. So she's like, so someone is trying to 
get a message to you. And because you're not seeking right now, you're not in a woo-woo era, they're having to be really loud to get this message to you. And that's why there was a knife in the floor. That's why they knocked the razor off the wall. That's why they keep turning on your computer at 2.22. Do you know what's the most upsetting thing about what you're telling me? <laughs> Is that I know Gracie. Yeah. Gracie Bell, I'm disappointed in you. She's woo-woo. How dare you align yourself with revs on this. Babe, not everyone only, no, is aligned with no, me on yours. You are the outlier. I don't care about you everyone. You Americano. You know, me and Americano, we're happy to be outliers. Gracie Bell. <laughs> no, I'm annoyed at Gracie. <laughs> I love Gracie. Not only have you aligned yourself with revs, you're fueling her appetite. I don't for want it shit. fueled. Mm, I, I don't do. want a ghost in my place. I think you've created one. Oh my god. Anyway, I, I think asked. You, I actually think you do want a ghost. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> are you doing reverse psychology on me? Of course, I don't want a ghost. Yeah, I think you do. Oh my god. Shut up, Jim. Anyway, I messaged psychic Anna because I know everyone's like, "What does Anna say?" And I messaged her. I said two twenty two, and she goes, "Someone's trying to get a message." But same thing. In spirituality, two 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 is love, hope, companion what Gracie had researched, right? So Anna is fact-checking or, sorry, sense-checking. Sorry, is this the internet that someone's looked up? All right, I'm tapping out of this chat. My angels are watching over me and she said it's positive. You're not under threat, but, yes, someone is trying to get a message to you. She still thinks it's about not signing something. So I'm not signing shit. (laughs) Cool. Guess we'll cancel that upcoming partnership we have with the podcast because Gem doesn't need to get paid this week. It's fine because Revs can't sign it because the psychic and our friend who thinks she's a psychic apparently um, said so. Don't sign anything. We're getting into this episode. Or do I just let you drive this episode solo? Let's start it. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you with emails and meetings and husbands and kids. We don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-ghost. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? Next time the ghost comes, I'm going to go live on Instagram. I, <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I would love I'm going to go live. and then <laughs> I would love nothing more. <laughs> Than for you to do that so we can disprove your bullshit. Just so I feel not alone. Oh, man, I love you. So want to hear my bugbears? Sure. sure. Oh, yes, do- I'd love to hold space for your fears, hopes and dreams, Gemma. My biggest bugbear at the moment. Yeah. It's trivial. I don't care. I cannot deal with it. And this is not what I don't have time for, but mm. I also don't have time for this. But I don't have time for Rafa becoming Americanized through YouTube. Oh, yeah. Like, girlfriend is calling nappies diapers. <laughs> She's calling dummies passies. Like, <laughs> her favorite game is daycare center uh-huh. or I'm the mom and here are all my babies. She's always <laughs> having twins, you know. Like, she is so nurturing like way more nurturing than me. She will be the most incredible mother one day. But it's the American lingo that is coming out of that kid. It's doing me head in. And you know what? I try and correct her. I say, hey, Rafa, you know, Americans call it diapers. But in Australia and also in England, where Yai's from, we call it nappies. And she goes, I don't care. I'm calling it diapers. So I surrender. Well, you have to because you didn't care when Iggy called them helicopter as much as if uh, Rafa was American. We have like a thing about being Americanized, I think. It's why all the boomers hate Halloween. Really? Yeah. And aren't you an outlier for dating? Look, I never would have chosen it, right? Never oh, would have chosen it. Hey, babe, the love chose you. The love 
chose me. The American chose you. Yeah, yeah. And now I saw with the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> to continue this conversation about Rafa and her need to build a daycare in her bedroom, playroom, our living room, every Your single bed, day. Every night. Just everywhere. I had a humbling experience. I was walking with a friend and like you could not see any carpet. You couldn't see any floor space in a house. It was just covered in crap. And it's like Groundhog Day. I am so sick of picking up little pieces of shit all over our house. Talk the DLs through the process because you <laughs> talked me through it this morning and my head was spinning. Okay, so I was explaining this to my friend, right? And I was like, hey, do you just get so fucking fed up of cleaning up toys? And bless her heart, she was speaking from a place of her own truth, but she looked me dead in the eye and went, not really. Because um, my kids don't really play with their toys. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I've been to her house and she has a TV slash playroom with tubs of toys. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but you have all these toys in tubs, like ready to go. It's inviting. Like when my kids go over, they pull everything out of there. And she's, she's like, like, oh, well, I know. <laughs> I know. Here, here come the Roonies. <laughs> oh, no, fuck. But um, she said, oh, well, my girls are really into role play. So they just get one baby and just play with that. And I went, hold the phone. Rafa is also into role play. She's also into role play. But let me paint you a picture. Instead of playing with one baby to feed that nurturing side of her, she gathers every single baby and soft toy we own. I'm even talking about... When you buy something from the brand Koala Mattress, it comes with a tiny toy sea turtle. Okay. Like that becomes a member of the daycare center. (laughs) This is what I mean. Like every single thing. Okay. So she lays out all of her soft toys at the daycare. Then every kid at this fucking daycare needs to get fed. So she pulls everything out of her play kitchen and then it's nap time and she pulls out every single one of her and Iggy's baby blankets. She lays them out all over the floor and then they have show day. (laughs) where she has to build a stage so she pulls over furniture and they do like a nativity you know like some sort of freaking show this is only going to get worse in school because they're going to have assembly presentations and different classes and PE (laughs) she upends every oh yeah and then she pulls out all the Lego and all the Duplo and builds things out of like I can't not praise her vivid imagination but the tidy up every day is exhausting. So, okay, and you're like, oh, these other kids, they just pull out one doll and they that's enough for them. Well, I kind of spoke to my mate thinking, yeah, she'll hard relate. I just need someone to see me and be like, yeah, it's fucking hard. I agree. But no, apparently not. It's almost like, where did she get that from? It's like, you know, it's not like she's got a model in her life that's like, hey, I could just be a photographer Or I could teach thousands of people all over the world how to start learning manual mode photography. I could could have a podcast. That would be one thing. Or I could do a nationwide live show tour of the podcast. Like, where did she get it from, Jim? Shut up. I see your point. She's like, why does she have to do everything on such a big scale? Okay, she may have had this behavior model to her. Okay, but I do think that it's personality based because upon reflection, Mm. I thought, hmm, I have two children. Yes. And uh, it's seldom Iggy who pulls out anything. And I realised if I had 48 hours with Iggy, Mm. just me and him in our house, I don't think there'd be a whole lot of mess produced because he's the kind of kid who gets fixated on one One helicopter or one helicopter (laughs) or aeroplane. 
and he will play with just that one toy for a few hours and it becomes his favourite thing until he moves on to the next thing. So the polar opposite of Rafa who needs to pull out every single – and. I have culled. I know what DLs are thinking. You clearly got too much stuff. No, I have culled and then I have culled again. Yeah. I'm just, it's the little things. I know. You know? It's the relentless everyday bullshit. Teddy's the same. He's a get everything out and like never packs. But Isla's similar to Iggy. Like she would do one thing for a bit, you know? Yeah. But does Ted clean up? No. (laughs) Okay. Because this is the other thing. Like with Rafa, I'm always like, babe, so fine that you've built a kindergarten. Here for it. But you need to deconstruct it and pack it all away at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. But she doesn't. She yeah. doesn't want to help me. I'll tell you what worked, though, the other day. What? Because she's into earning money. Mm-hmm. Now she started doing chores. But she's the novelty's wearing off. Yeah. Right. It's like harder to get her to help me around. And um, I woke up one morning and I was like, oh, my God, this house is embarrassing. And our au pair, she starts work at 7.30 and this was 6 o'clock and I was like, she can't see the house like this because she will think we are animals and then she will question her job here with our family (laughs) because she'll be like, this is bullshit that you guys expect I'm living in zoo conditions. Yes, exactly. So I was like, hey, Rafa, I'm going to do some tidying up. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, yeah, so there's a lot of your mess here. It's of your creation. But I'm not actually going to ask you to help me tidy up because I find that exchange with you quite exhausting. (laughs) And mummy doesn't have it in her. So I'm not going to ask you to tidy up. So don't worry about it. (laughs) And then I just started picking up toys and it fucking threw her. (laughs) Like in the best. She was like. (laughs) SES mind games. You play with Rafa. Manipulating her emotions. I did. I did manipulate her. She was like, "Well, okay, hang on, okay, <laughs> mum." And then she sort of stood there, watching. And I was like, "No, no, no, it's fine, babe. Like, you don't need to try. Just go downstairs and watch TV." And she's like, "Oh, but I'm like, no, it's fine. I don't want to have that back and forth with you. <laughs> I don't want to do this again. This mum-daughter dynamic. I'm done." <laughs> Unsubscribing. I could see she was torn because she lingered, right? And then I went, she's like, is is this a test? (laughs) And then I manipulated her further and I went so far as to go, um, you know, I thought like this would be great for earning chore money, (laughs) but I won't even bring it up. (laughs) Don't don't worry about it. I can't wait until she's like, okay, sweet. Thanks, mom. Good chat. Genuinely, because she's smart. Like, that's not a flex, okay? She's a fucking smart kid. I thought she would do that. But she suddenly goes, maybe I'll just start cleaning up the Lego. I'll just do that bit. Like, it's the bare minimum and that's all I'm offering. And I went, if you want. (laughs) And she did it. (laughs) Oh, my God, I love this. It's so good. It's so toxic. Oh, Isla will go wild if I go, you know what? Don't worry about it. (laughs) She will go wild. Because same, I'm just like, I hit a limit and I'm like, I've asked, you go, I don't want I'm like, you know what? It's fine. Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Like the ultimate stonewalling, just like shitty, toxic behavior of just manipulating. And not saying what you actually want. She's like, mommy, mommy, no, I hate when you do that. Like she just, she goes wild. She's like, because she sees what I'm doing. Yeah. And she, because she's so torn and because she's female, she can't handle not people pleasing. Yeah. It's almost like they're cognizant. 
innocent oh. of the manipulation, oh, yeah. but it tugs at their heartstrings. Yeah, but then they're, they're like, no, fuck you. Now I have to do something because I feel guilty. And then I'm like, great, lean into the guilt. Whereas Teddy, if I'd pulled that in, I was like, you know what, don't worry about it. He'd go, sweet, bro. Yeah. <laughs> My Iggy's a bit like that. He's a straight up, no. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and no explanation. He's like, no, I'm not doing that. So Ted's on the bins. Oh. Big deal in our household. That's a big responsibility. Big one. And he gets his chore money for it. He's on the bins and he also sets the table and unpacks the dishwasher now. Nice. Actually, I'm quite interested in this. Can Mm. we stay on this? So so what is the division of chores? So that's Teddy's. What are Isla's? Isla's ad hoc because she is helpful. Okay. And I was like, well, Ted's not helpful, but in fairness, and I'm not giving him a free pass and it's not gender line, right? Mm. But he's often so tired you know and that's the thing about the cleanup part of the day it's the end of the day and they're mm-hmm. fucking cooked and they're wrecked and you're not going to get any best self no. out of them at no that way. moment you know but Isla's old enough where she can be like oh fuck okay I know this is my responsibility and she will help mm. and I'll be like okay I need help with the living room and she'll just get into it you know what a legend fucking legend but I was like okay so Ted can't get away with not doing a third of the well Let's call half of the kid domestic labor. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be that Isla, the girl, is helpful and helping and Teddy gets off scot-free. But he needs it more organized and it needs to be done at a time when he's not going to be fucking past it because he's useless. So he does the bins in the morning Mm -hmm. and he'll unpack the dishwasher like just before dinner. So he's not just completely cooked Mm. and he sets the table before dinner. Smart. Yeah. And I like setting the table because it feels like an inherently female. Yes. Job, you know, and I feel like it's really good that he's doing dishes and table because it's like. But also this isn't mean to be gendered, but it is. But I think with the boy brain, Mm. like, and I have this with my husband with delegation of chores is I can't say to him, just be helpful because what Mm. is that? Like, it's like. You can, but it's like, you know, get. No, I can't. I've learned to understand the wirings of his brain yeah, yeah. because it's expecting him to be a version of him that doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I feel like sometimes women and me in particular, it's like you should just know. Yeah. You should just know how to be helpful to me. You should just know to do this. And then it was the most liberating thing ever when I worked out, oh, no, he needs parameters and clarity and this is your job versus this is my job. And then he can get it done with precision, you know? And I wonder if Ted, instead of being ad hoc helpful like Isla, it's like you've created the lane for him. I know you're eye rolling. I'm eye rolling because Ted's a six-year-old little boy and I feel like we give men so much license. No, 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 no. That's not men. Look, I shouldn't have said that it is gendered. I think it's personality. Yeah. You know, it's like asking. you want it a particular way. I know, but it's like asking someone who's dyslexic, right? Yeah. Why can't you just spell that? It's yeah, yeah. so obvious. Yeah. It's people's brains. It's yeah. their inner workings and you can't ch- – like my husband, innately clumsy, yeah. walks into furniture. Like we have this running gag where I go, did the kitchen island jump out at you again? You oh, that must be really cool for him. <laughs> well, he, he does. <laughs> like, cool, I, like, not only have I just bruised my hip, I've got your passag commentary in the background, oh, dickhead. Oh, don't worry. He, he serves it right back to me and he'll be like, yeah, it did it. Lep- the, the motherfucker leapt out at me again. You know, like we have – thing okay reps <laughs> but I'm not trying to make him be something that he isn't I've just worked out 
I've worked him out, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, the gender line is absolutely there with the bins because men should do the bins. <laughs> I'm a complete hypocrite in that I don't want to touch the bin. And what does doing the bins mean for Ted? He is takes that- the bag out, it takes it down the to stairs. the communal bin, okay. and then he comes back and he puts a fresh bin liner in. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, it's good. And does he have equal or similar chores at his dad's house? I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. But, um, yeah, Isla's definitely more ad hoc, but she is generally more helpful. Yeah. Actually, speaking of manipulation. I came home from your place a few weeks ago. I was like, God, the wildest thing happened to me today. And they're like, what? I was like, I just witnessed something that was like blew my mind. And they're like, what? I was like, well, I was over at Auntie Jem's house and Rafa and Iggy came home from daycare and they walked in the front door and they took off their shoes and they put them straight in the shoe bin. And they were like, <laughs> you cheeky bitch. But it, that was a, it's a true story. It's true. It's what and they're happened. they're like, we, we do that. I was like, no, I always have to ask you. And they're like, no, we... We put our shoes in the shoe bin. I was like, yeah, but you don't just come in and do it of your own volition. I have to remind you. I think I say shoes in the shoe bin five times a day. <laughs> and they're like, no, no we, nah. Did they have to prove you wrong? Well, I think they forgot by the next day. Oh. This is the thing. It's like we're talking short yeah. turnaround Lizard manipulation brain. here. But anyway, I was like, I thought I'd give it a crack. <laughs> I was wildly impressed particularly with Iggy, this little, sweet, very baby human walk in, sit down, take his shoes off and put them in before anything else was done. They're my Thai babies. Yeah. Rafa doesn't always do it. Okay. Iggy's pretty good. It's amazing. Yeah. I just wish he could work out how to put his shoes on. That's what oh, we're working on. No, that's why you get Crocs. Well, I was about to say, it's been a game changer. Yeah. This morning I watched him slide into his Crocs yeah. and off he went. Off and he I went. was like, oh, my God. It's like removing an entire fight from your yes. life every single day. Yes. Yeah, worth uh, it. Look, I'm here for it. Yeah. Ad break. Got to keep the lights on. DLs, you're not going to want to skip this one as we have one of the biggest discounts we have ever procured for you from this awesome brand. I am extra excited about today's sponsor because DLs. As you will know, this started out as my not spawn. And now it's spawn. How good. Okay, so on your reco, I've started using Wild Natural Deodorant and then Wild came to us and asked if we wanted to try the full range. So obviously we jumped on that. That's right, DLs. Consider us your natural body care crash test dummies. <laughs> so I've been using Wild Deodorant for nine months now and I love the change. My motivation for stopping using regular store-bought deodorant was the aluminium and parabens. Mm. I mean, we use deodorant every day, so Mm. I want to try and avoid all the harsh chemicals as well. Wild's whole thing is that it's all clean and natural. Did your body adapt straight away? Did it take a minute? Okay, so you do need to give this a couple of weeks, okay? okay? There is an adjustment period like anything natural. So my recommendation to you, Revs, was Mm. definitely to give it a full fortnight and then decide how you like it. Okay. You did, but for me, it's been pretty seamless. I will say I'm not an overly sweaty girl, but I have always used strong deodorant and frankly, it's just time to get off the chemicals. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm loving the switch. I found it really easy and the dispenser is really gorgeous. The user experience, mwah, just great. Have you got a go-to scent? Oh, babe, I'm all about the fresh cotton and sea salt. Mm. I will say they have got this new Rainforest Oasis scent that I'm keen to try. I am using that one and it's dreamy and it comes in the body wash too and I'm always auditioning body washes. So far, I am loving this one. Rebsy, do you love how you can choose your deodorant Mm. case Mm colour and just pop in the recyclable refills? You know, it makes doing the right thing for the environment feel very nice and bougie. Obsessed. Loving the shampoo 
bars too because I'm always cringing at the waste in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And of course, all Wild products are vegan and cruelty-free. So do something for the planet that your future self will thank you for and check out Wild today with 25% off your entire order. Use code NOTIME, all caps, no space, at the checkout. 25% is huge. Yeah, it's actually the highest discount Wilder offering in Australia and it's exclusively for you, DLs. Go to wearewild.com and use code NOTIME at the checkout for 25% off. Enjoy. Do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time Sounds for? Sounds like I don't have a lot of time for a lot of things today. <laughs> Doesn't have a lot of time. Um, I feel like I'm really trolling you today, Revs. Um, <laughs> right. So we may as well just... Here we go. Keep, keep bring it with on. the theme. I don't have time for the fact that Revs... <laughs> has a favourite colour. She's 38 years old. I know. Like, really, DLs, hang on. Just stay with me, DLs, okay? (laughs) Especially those of us in our 30s. Do adults really have a favourite colour? Like, really, let's be real, okay? Because if someone asked me, what's your favourite colour? If I'm talking to a child, I'd be like, my favourite colour is green. You know, because (laughs) I don't want to say pink because I don't want to lean into gender cliches. But if an adult were to ask me, I'd be like... In what space are we talking favourite colour in interiors? Are we talking in clothing? Like wall colour? Like what do we – no, Revs, our dear darling Revsadidooda, she's got a favourite colour. I do. And it's the worst colour. What do you mean? It's the best colour. No. (laughs) I'm a purple lady. Okay. Now (laughs) – How regal of you. I agree with you. What is – like who has a favourite colour over the age of six? No one should. Like – Maybe seasonal trends, like okay, yes, okay. but seasonal like, trend. but the fact that you are like purple's my favorite color. Well, I don't say it like that. <laughs> okay, I, first of all, strike that from the record. Okay, I never go purple's my favorite color. <laughs> I don't do that. All right, I'm infantilizing you, and yeah, I'm sorry. And I've never said that in my life. This is the way this came up. <laughs> is I had to buy a new computer. I'm like years past the new computer. Anyway, the new Apple desktops come in colors, and I was sitting there. I was like, Yeah, oh, Jim, do I just get silver or? Do I get purple because there's a purple computer and she's like get silver <laughs> and I was like yeah but purple's my like favorite P.S. I think I said I don't care no, yeah I think you did like this is not a big life decision <laughs> I think I said well it's a tax write-off so just get the Pro- most RAM producer the most Kate, memory producer Kate was like but purple's your favorite color and I was like yeah it is <laughs> and Gem's like wait what <laughs> And I since learned, I don't know if you guys follow Mickey Fisher on Instagram. She's wonderful. She's this really funny, she's actually a psychic, but she's this really funny Instagram mum. She's so great. She owns the red tent. She's just a really, really good follow. Anyway, many of you will know her. She did this series lately on like, so uncovering the fact that this thing exists of being a purple lady. <laughs> Oh my god! And it's quite weird. Like often, it's a bit you're a bit weird if you're mm, a purple lady. It's like I, being a cat lady, yes, and a bit witchy maybe. It's like there's something odd about purple because people find it violently offensive. It's like orange. It's quite divisive, mm. and it's something wizardy and regal, as you said about purple. Like I'm thinking Beckham wedding. Oh yeah, you know, like it's but, like but, not all right. Yeah, but the Beckham wedding revs is not rooted in the witchiness. No. It's a royal color yes it's regal but it's also a bit cooked (laughs) like fucking naftastic it's like a bullshit status and we all knew 
that girl in primary school who had the purple bedroom, you know, with the purple oh, yeah. sponged walls and the purple bed sheet and the purple lampshade and the purple teddy bear. And, and the, the pur- silk purple moon and star. <laughs> Do you remember those? So 90s. We all had them. Purple. Yes. Yeah, anyway, I just gravitate to actually it's mauve. Okay. Actually it's mauve. Oh, here we go. Let's try and bring nuance to the colour purple oh, and it's, call I don't it like mauve. deep purple. No one likes deep purple. <laughs> And I'm not talking about the band. Is that a band or yes, a song? It's a band. Yeah. But no. But like every time I have to pick a new phone case, my engagement ring, my nana's ring that I had done with Meg Maskell, like everything. When I do potty art, when like you know costumes for the live show, nails. There are lots of times in a woman's life she has to choose a shade Mm -hmm. of things Mm -hmm. and I will always choose mauve. It's my favourite colour. And I do know with all certainty that when I am a grandma, I will have blue rinse hair. I will. I've always wanted it. Ever since I was a little girl, I've wanted white snowy hair so I could dye it lavender. Okay? And that is in my future. I am a purple lady. I have purple cozies. I have purple t-shirts. I have purple dresses. I have purple pillowcases and linen and towels. I like purple. What were we talking about at the head of this episode? No one should have a favourite colour. Well, we started on ghosts. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> we've moved on to purple. I don't know about you, DLs, but I'm wondering what's happened to, to my best podcast. friend to our podcast. and to our podcast. I'm like, this is not good chat. Do you know what's going to come out of this? And they will come out of the woodwork is the other purple ladies. Sure. Okay. And you guys can unite. <laughs> Heck, you can start a Facebook group. Okay. Jem's like, leave me out of this. Jem has left the chat. Nah, it's the same as being an earth tone bitch, okay? Which you were for years. Some would argue still are looking at your bed right now. Mm-hmm. It's got ochre. It's got sand. It's got... Oh, multiple colours. How lovely yeah, but it's earth tones. and refreshing. I don't give a fuck. Earth tone Al- neutrals. Aligning yourself to a shade. I'm not aligning myself. <laughs> it's not a war. I'm not against orange, okay? I just... It came up. That I like purple. And I agree with you. No one should have a favourite colour. It's very strange. Do you know what? I will say, though, when we toured with Westfield, we were informed by multiple stylists Mm. that purple is the colour of the season. And cobalt blue. It is. And silver, if you want to know. For me, purple's always the colour of the season. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyway. Wow. You used a whole don't have time for on (laughs) trolling my love of a hue. Look, can we just take it as a sign? You know the saying, no news is good news, right? It's like there's not much going on in my life. Great. What a privilege. That Yeah, it's a little bit like, Gem, you need a hobby. Gem needs a job. If what you don't have time for is that Rebs has a favourite colour. Um, good thing I'm working on Photography 101 at the moment. Very good. Do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for, babe? Stay with us, guys. <laughs> My cycle, okay? Now, I don't know 
if I am moving into a new phase of my fertility or what is going on. Like, are you questioning if you're perimenopausal? No, no, no. I'm definitely not perimenopausal. But okay. you know, like every five to 10 years, your cycle changes, right? I definitely came out of the really awful postpartum cycles, definitely came out and had a bit of a break there. But I don't know if this is everyone else, but I get two or three rogue cycles a year. I don't think you do. You're very regular, aren't you? Yes. Do you ever get a rogue early or late cycle? Yes, definitely. Okay. Two or three a year? Yeah, I'd say that's about accurate. Well, that's just enough to throw me into a fucking tizzy. <laughs> Talk it up, girl. Well, my period was four days late Ooh. this cycle. Were and you worried? Yeah, I was because I had I was so symptomy mm. because it was just a really hectic cycle. Sore boobs, like all the cramping, really irritable, just like all the symptoms of getting your period. So I was like, oh, here it comes for like a week before it came. God, I, when you say you were in a tizzy, I thought it was because I'd be worried I was pregnant. Well, I was. And then you get, then you cross over, right? Because yeah. you like, that's the rhythm of this is that you're yeah. like, oh my God, my period's coming any minute. Yeah. And I've got all the sore boots. Oh my God. And you're really bloated and you're eating everything in sight. And it's just like, oh God, come on, just come so we can move on, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I'm late. I'm two days late. I'm three days. I'm four days late. And there's no sign of it. You know, you're like, shit. shit. Anyway, it's fine. Like I'm not, of course I'm not pregnant, but like, it's just that I reckon I get two or three rogue ones a year enough to be like, this is unsustainable. Mm. It's too stressful. And you're done making babies. I am done. And I seriously want an ablation. An ablation. An endometrial ablation. So, when you say endometrial, yeah. do you mean like... Do you know what this is? Like, I feel like you've touched on it, but I know that like... So endometrial means... Is that for people with endometriosis? Yes, yeah, like, so it's your endometrial lining. Okay. It's, a, it's not a treatment for I'm just over it. <laughs> like it's an endometriosis treatment. <laughs> are you going to try right? and sell it to a doctor so that you could get an ablation? I'm fucking tempted. Okay, yeah. now listen, I'm not giving out medical advice. Obviously, I'm going to say that because we have a podcast and a platform. So this is just like my fantasy. This is not something I'm doing condoning or any of those things. But I did go to my GP in an absolute state a few months ago and was like, what are my permanent contraception options? I'm not waiting around for a vasectomy. I'm not going on hormonal birth control. There must be other options. Should I get a hysterectomy? And she's like, Kate, I cannot in good conscience recommend a hysterectomy. That's very serious and you don't need that. And that's just too risky. It's major surgery. I'm like, what about getting your tubes tied? Isn't that a thing people do? She's like, again, I just simply can't recommend that. A vasectomy is much more straightforward and easy and healthy. And that's what I would recommend talking to your partner. I'm like, I just want to take this into my own hands. Like, just let me control me. You know, I don't need to rely on anything else. And she's like, well, you know, there's this procedure, but it's just not for you, but you could talk to a gyno about it. And I've got a great gyno. So I was like, I'm listening. And they can ablate. (laughs) I don't know what the, (laughs) they can ablate your (laughs) endometrial lining, which is basically burning out the lining of your uterus. So does that mean you don't have periods anymore because you you don't don't shed? You don't shed the lining because the eggs, I guess, just tumble on out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's nowhere for them to stick. Okay. But it also means it doesn't put up the gooey, delicious, fertile Mm. lining to have the fertilized egg Mm. and create a lovely incubator to make a baby. So I guess the eggs just slip on out into the toilet. I don't know. Well, with the mucus. You wouldn't even know. But you can't get pregnant. But also you don't 
have periods. Uh, ding, ding, ding. That was the part that my ear tuned to most. It was like the idea of not having periods is yeah. a dream. So I would imagine, now I haven't really researched this more than what it is. <laughs> yep. I would imagine you would still ovulate. So you would still get ovulation pain. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine like just not having periods yeah it happened while I was pregnant and I loved every that was the only positive thing about my pregnancy yeah other than like cleverly growing a human and a heart and organs and tissue was not having periods because I'm not under any like aspersions that like oh bring on menopause I can't wait I don't have that because I'm like you just hear so much about how hard menopause can be hormonally and I'm sure you'd trade it all in for a little five-day bleed, you know, mm. once we get there. I don't know. Who knows what kind of menopauses we're going to have. No, I think people going through menopause also think the best thing about it is not having any sort of bleeding really? anymore. Yeah, but there's so many other things to contend with. Oh, no, with. I know, but it's like you got to focus on the positive, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm not like bring that on because yeah, I'm not sure. ready yet or anywhere near that stage of life yet, I don't think. I think I would do it if it was an option for me, you know? Like I think if it was something we could elect mm. to have, that's really appealing to me. Okay, but aside from knowing what an ablation is, Mm. can you talk us through the procedure? Because I casually dropped this to the good mum. Oh, right. After hearing about the term ablation through you, I was like, oh. And I said to her, maybe I'll just get an ablation. And she looked at me and went, you know, that's major surgery. Yeah, of course. And I said, but how major? (laughs) She's like, well, like going under general. Mm. It's mm-hmm. not like a casual like no, you duck don't pop in, and- in for a little pap smear and while you're there could you just pull out, <laughs> a, pull out an ablation for me? Yeah, yeah, no. It's like I imagine they've got one of those little like what they use to torch the sushi. That's what I'm imagining, <laughs> babe. And it's like <laughs> and they put like a welding hat yeah, on. Yeah. And they're like, all right, let's ablate this. What uterus. I was imagining as well. <laughs> let's ablate this endometrium. Yep. <laughs> Fucking blowtorch Obviously, me. that's not what they do. No. And of course, there's risks because it's surgery and blah, blah, blah. There's no one will recommend it over a vasectomy. So, okay. I don't know. I, I think you'd have to have like really bad periods. But I'm like, can I build a case? Yeah. Like, can I take in my period app and be like, this is driving me insane. At least talk me through it. You know, what's yeah. the process? I'm still deep in postpartum gates of hell, heavy periods. Yeah. Like I'm waiting to get to the sweet spot where that calms the fuck down. Yeah. It's just my periods go for eight days. Mine go for seven. Yeah. It's, it's too just, long. Like I know people who are like, mine last three days. I'm like, what? What? Because when they you must have a tight little uterus with not a lot of wool. <laughs> What are you saying about us? They must have a studio uterus. I think I've got a six-bedroom mansion. (laughs) Because the pulling down of the curtains every month is a very big deal. (laughs) It is. And I empathise with you, Rebsy, as someone whose period lasts for a full week. Yeah. By the time your period's done, you're like back in ovulation season and then your period's back again. Like it just feels relentless. People are like, shut up. What do you want us to do? You're going to have to bleed. And there was a point in my life where I loved to free bleed. You know, I love mm. to like, oh, here's my cycle and I understand it and I am woman and now this is happening and I'm going to go shopping because I'm ovulating and now I'm just like done. Any more of those rogue cycles where the symptoms are full on, where ovulation owns me when I'm late, all that bullshit. It's too much to bear. I can just imagine future you and I 
when we're deep in menopause or perimeny <laughs> and uh, we're like, oh, this is so shit. Remember in our 30s yeah. and we'll have amnesia yeah. and we'll forget. Yeah. In other news, I am going to try on my next period the disc, a period disc. Oh, have you got one? Yes. What brand? I got Hey Zomi. Okay. Hey Zomi. Hey Zomi. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing up there? Catching <laughs> uterine fluid? <laughs> so just remind us, how is the disc different to it's say bigger. a Oh. No, but it sits differently. So is it like It doesn't a- sit in your vagina. It sits at the top of your cervix. Okay. So how It's like does throwing up a you know in a frisbee? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining a, a frisbee. I'm just imagining dogs running after it, barking and snapping their mouths. <laughs> no. I was going to say it's like at the end of baby sensory when they throw up the tarp. Oh, okay. That's what I'm imagining. Tarp up there and it just catches everything. How easy is it to remove? Can you show me a picture of yeah, this? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I just can't. Like, is it like a femdom? Yeah, Do you remember? I think like, it is femdom? like a femdom. Yeah. Okay, so instead of cupping all of the blood, the blood just sits at the <laughs> It just pulls at the bottom it's of your just, uterus. It's like having a pool above your dining room. Yeah. <laughs> just waiting yeah <laughs> it's like putting up a tarp when you're camping and it's raining yes and it's just pulling <laughs> just someone get a little broom and push the corner and get that water off i don't know i haven't done it yet i have it in my possession this is the haze on me let's see they sent me one and they said do you want white or black and i went for black because i thought i don't need a bolognese stained piece of tupperware to remind me that i hemorrhage every month i don't understand Nervous about insertion? How to make it a breeze. Great ad read. We know it can be challenging, but don't overthink it. Take a deep breath and let it out slowly before you begin. Feeling relaxed and not rushing definitely makes it easy. Using a water-based lubricant. Oh. Oh, I'm hearing a lot of steps. Using a (laughs) water-based lubricant on the rim of your disc and vaginal entrance can help. This is not just a tip for beginners. Being dry on your period is normal and easy to fix with some lube. While sitting on the toilet or standing in a slight squat position pinch the disc and push it in towards your tailbone and then throw it up (laughs) use your finger to tuck the rim up behind your revsy i'm just not ready to learn another you don't have to no one's asking you to (laughs) you're doing that thing like you did to isla it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine don't worry about it you don't need to don't worry about it it. i'll do it myself Okay, then it says, we promise it won't get lost. The unique Hey Zombie <laughs> handle makes finding and removing your disc a breeze. Simply insert your finger, hook it onto the handle. And let flow. <laughs> and pull gently to remove. Rain but- on me. <laughs> I just, I guess what I'm intrigued by is what I love about the period cup is I can literally pull the cup out and see it full of menstruation, right? Well, that's your weird thing. Are you, do okay. you also someone who looks at their poo? All the time. <laughs> who doesn't? Who I don't does? inspect it. Are you kidding? If you I see it when I'm turning to flush, okay. it's fine. Inspect is a strong word. <laughs> okay, I'm not... you got a long set of tweets. No, I'm not fucking... Producer Kate's head is in her hands. She's like, the podcast awards are coming up and you girls are embarrassing me. This is not a job. This is not a respectable show. 
<laughs> but genuinely, I got to get technical with the haze on me. You pull the disc out and then there's just going to be mess everywhere. It's be a massacre. It will be. I doubt it will be. Okay. Well, um, can you report back? On the poo thing. Did yes. you know there's a social media app where you can share your poo for other people to inspect? That's weird. <laughs> And can that be or not spawn? It's like not a kink, but it's like a need that people have to share their poo. (laughs) And it's a like-minded community of people who are happy to share and also share in other people's terms. People will always find their people on the internet, (laughs) won't they? The internet is a dark and awful place. It is. Anyway, speaking of um, sharing, hear me with your not spawn. Have I got a not spawn for you? Mm -hmm. Spell is my not spawn for this week. It's an Australian brand but I want to be specific about something that I bought from Spell. I bought a few items of clothing. Their latest season is lovely, blah, 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 shop Spell. But (laughs) I bought a piece of jewellery from Spell, which I've never done before, and Signet rings yep, beautiful. are back in vogue. Yeah, it's like two, three years ago, but yep. No, back in vogue now because I said it is. <laughs> Why wasn't it? You're not spawned two years Gem, ago, Gem, Revs. Oh, I think probably was. Gem's on a two, three year delay. I know. Anyway, I love their signet rings because they're astrological. So they're star signs. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait a fucking second. Are you telling me you bought a Zodiac Sagittarius signet ring? I did. You fucking hypocrite. Why? You give me so much shit. I couldn't possibly have a ghost, even though I come home to knives in my floorboards and you go and buy a Sagittarian signet ring. I'm sorry. Let's get nuanced for a second. Since when was liking your own star sign the same as believing in ghosts? (laughs) Because it is not the same. You're like, star signs are bullshit. Astrology is bullshit. Woo-woo is bullshit. Look at my Zodiac signet ring. Okay, Revs. (laughs) Do you remember in the early noughties? There was a moment for owls. What? <laughs> there was. What? Owl jewelry. Are you talking about? There was like a necklace with an I, owl on it. I don't think so. Yep, yes. I don't think so. Help me. DLs, what is happening? Producer Kate, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, owl necklaceating you. Everyone had this fucking. If I showed you a picture of it, you'd be like, "Oh my god, totes!" Everyone wore those owls. Didn't mean you liked owls. Didn't mean, <laughs> didn't mean that you knew what owls eat. Didn't mean you identify where they nest as an owl. <laughs> no, it doesn't mean any of that shit. It's like it's an owl. It's cute. It's on a chain. I'm into it. That person's into it. It must be cool. Okay, that's it. Producer Kate just pulled it up. This everyone oh, had this. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's an articulating owl on what a do you chain. Mean articulating, like you can move the oh, it feathers around. Yeah, like oh my god. Anyway, it was a big trend in the early noughties. I had one. My point is, it was a big trend, or it was probably like Balenciaga or something, and then it found its way to diva. Sure, I don't think it was a big trend in owls. <laughs> no one had owl wallpaper and owl print sheets on their bed. I can liken it to when pineapples were cool. What are you talking about? There was a time time where everyone had pineapples at their weddings on their invitations. Like pineapples were in. It was all about the pineapples, you know, and then it's all about the palm trees and palm tree. It's symbolism. It comes around. Now with zodiacs, okay, they are the thing that stands the test of time. People find out what their star sign is and then they're bonded to it. And then you're always interested in just your star sign. So I bought a signet ring. (laughs) And it's beautiful. And I particularly like my star sign 
not for any of the personality traits because I think that's bullshit because I know <laughs> heaps of other Sagittarians and we are very different people, but I love the bow and arrow. There's something in the symbolism of like shoot for the stars, reach for the stars <laughs> that I really like. Yep. <laughs> And I like my spell. You know what a bow and arrow really is? It's not reaching for the stars. Yeah, it is. It's like killing roadkill. It's killing to eat. That's your interpretation. weapon. Do you know what? What's your symbol? Crab. (laughs) Because they're inspiring, aren't they? Oh, my God. You know what? This has been the last episode of We Don't Have Time for This. I think so too. Thank you so much for joining us over the last three years. We really do love you, DL, but this is it. We're done. This is over. We have nothing left to say. Yeah. Judging me and my love of zodiacs. I liken it to the time when there was a moment in Owls. Nope. <laughs> All right. Look, that's enough. Okay. That is enough. We have taken up too much of everybody's Tuesday with no, our bullshit. I'm sorry. Hear me with oh. your not spawn. Hit us with your not spawn, babe. Well, mine's just a thing and there's nothing funny about it. It's just a really good product. I've been a poor, poor girl my entire life. Who hasn't? For lip balm. As you know, I love the Laneige overnight lip mask, but that's like an overnight thing. It's very intense. I was away in Yokaba recently and I forgot to take my lip balm with me, but I had in my bag the Brillo Beauty Balm and it is elite. Ah. Big fan. What do you love about it? Um, It's so soft. It doesn't rub off really quickly. Like it's got staying power, but it's very nourishing. So it's not like Blistex, whatever, you feel like you have to keep applying it. It really feels like it does the job in the first or second application. Nice. Obviously, it's super safe if you're pregnant, all those things that you can also put it on your kids. Texturally, is it similar to Popo? Yeah, it's got a viscosity. Mm. It's very, it's nice and thick, but yeah, it's a divine product and I would say elite over other lip balms. Now, for our hardcore OGDLs, you all know that Revs has plugged Brillo Beauty before. Yes. She talked about their body butter. Their body butter. So this is a brand that we are big fans of. Big fans. Love what they do. Everything's super natural, like so organic you could eat it. Don't eat it. That's not my medical advice. Don't get an ablation (laughs) and don't eat Brillo Beauty. Okay, this has been We Don't Have Time for This. Signing off. (laughs) Have a wonderful week. And we won't hold it against you if you don't stick around with us. (laughs) Don't say that. I can't say that. No. Stick around. You better come back, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) As always, we will be back in your ears bright and early on Friday morning with a bestie hotline. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye.